0: hello and
1: happy friday happy friday (laughs) 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 welcome to the sescapades podcast the roundtable sex positive discussion um coming to you live from 90 degree oakland california it's your boy james aka flashman james my wonderful co-host please introduce yourself
0: it's 90 degrees over
1: there. That's... Yeah, it's really hot.
0: Well, coming all the way from cold-ass Seattle. <laughs>
1: I think it's like 59, probably
0: 60. I don't know. It's cold. This is Joyful Moments.
1: Um, Before we start anything, I just want to apologize to all of our listeners for the technical and audio issues we had with last week's episode. Um For some reason, there were overlapping voices of myself and and Joyce. I tried hard to fix it, um, but I guess Anchor hasn't created the technology where you can split apart the voice signature. So, hey, who the fuck knows?
0: I just saw that you said (laughs) that you put your name as Vegan Pizza
1: Sucks. (laughs) Yeah, Joyce is eating a vegan pizza, and it looks like cardboard.
0: Vegan and gluten-free and when you've got digestive issues, you settle for what you can have, okay?
1: I will just not. Let me
0: live my life.
1: Live it. I don't yucky yum. I just give my opinion. I didn't say you suck for eating it. I just said the pizza itself sucks.
0: hmm mm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get in to our kink corner or hall pass, whichever one you want to do first.
1: Uh, let's always start with the kink corner.
0: Ah. Oh. Kinky.
1: Uh-huh. Uh Start us off.
0: So our kink corner today, because we are leading into Rihanna's. What is it?
1: Savage X Fenty uh, show.
0: We're gonna talk about that probably next week. Yes, ma'am. But- We're gonna reflect on bad girls, bad boys, and the appeal of both for us, or non-gender restricted bad whatever's bad (laughs) (laughs) bitches. I
1: I like you covering all the bases
0: there. There you go. Try to to be inclusive.
1: Are you attracted to bad boys then?
0: Um it depends on what you define. I definitely as a bad boy, I definitely don't like I feel bad for saying this. I am what's the word of pops? what's the opposite word for attracted?
1: Repulse. I don't wanna say repulse. Oh.
0: I don't wanna say repulse because that's not it. I am turned not off not fond of church boygoers that are just like every church on every Sunday. And like, no, no drinking, no, I don't know.
1: So what constitutes, I mean, we're going to go into the traits, but like, what's, is there too bad? Is there a level that's too bad for you or no?
0: I think too bad is when your life feels messy. But you know, that's also who am I to say? <laughs> if it feels messy for me, then that's too bad. I see. Considering like the the uh, the wonderful past roster list that I have, I think they're more on the bad side. Like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I,
1: I I don't know. I could I couldn't tell you.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's like some former addicts. Some his words, not mine. Degenerates. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> So then, but, you know, what
1: what kind of traits then? What kind of bad boy traits do you like? Or are you attracted to?
0: Um, it's not that I'm attracted to it, but they like to party usually.
1: The harder they Probably. party, the more attractive?
0: No, just the more fun they are. And I like fun guys. I think that's the thing. Fun guys. Sometimes the guys that you wouldn't bring home to the parents
1: right i, I could see that i could see that definitely um are there any like physical things that scream bad boy at you that instantly you have to
0: physical yeah if they have a bike if they have neck tattoos i've never gone for a neck tattoo guy though <laughs> i guess like tattoos in general um If they got, like, some scars, visible scars. Oh, wow. And I think the attractive part is with the quote-unquote bad boy, they've got some life experience. They got some wild, wild experience. So it makes you feel a little bit more free to be less perfect in a sense that you can do some wrong because this person has obviously has their faults if they're have if they've made some life mistakes.
1: I see. Then
0: it's, uh, it's like okay, I could be wild too because you've got all that on your on your belt. So.
1: Oh wow. Huh. Um I have two categories for what attracts me about bad cuz I I do like bad bad women. I I do. I'm sorry. But I have two categories. So I'll give you my stereotypical um Three things I always look for. You already know I'm gonna say tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you knew I was. I love, I love tattoos. Um, the more tattoos, the more I'm gonna be like, wow, what a badass! Jump into bed with me. Um, <laughs> I just love them. Um, but what
0: about neck tattoos?
1: I don't care. You can have a teardrop on your face. You can, as long as I think the tattoos are cool. Like if it's a crappy tattoo, then. It doesn't scream badass to me. It just screams out, wow, your tattoo artist and your choices in life are questionable.
0: Like, just like, a sleeve of stars.
1: I don't That's... want to shit on the sleeve of stars, but <laughs> I will also, in the same breath, say if you do have a whole arm full of stars, um, you probably won't be getting spoken to by me.
0: They <laughs> better be good stars. Like, well done.
1: Yes. Um, so definitely tattoos, something I look for also dyed hair. Hmm. If you're ballsy enough, I know how important hair is. Um, People always try to make it into, oh, hair's important for women. Bullshit. It's important to most people. Guys, girls, non-gendered, whatever. Hair is usually important to a lot of people. So anyone who's willing to take a risk with their hair. So I take short or shaved sides or dyed hair. That for me is like, oh, you're ballsy. Um, I like it because... It's funny, I wouldn't say that my wife is a bad girl, but when I met her, she had short, way short hair than she had now, and it was also dyed. Um, So maybe that's why I ended up marrying her, who knows?
0: She was bad enough for you. She was was bad bad enough to bring home. Exactly,
1: Um, so tattoos, short uh, and dyed hair. And also I really like ripped ripped, uh, clothing
0: ripped clothes so, you know like
1: ripped jeans or like cut off shorts that like yeah. looks like they physically got scissors and cut it themselves because yeah. it just shows some sort of rebellious
0: like i don't give a fuck yeah with these jeans okay i don't
1: like it <laughs> if it's purchased and it's ripped i like it when it i mean i like it when it looks like it's been homemade ripped even if that is a it's purchase so, jeans.
0: it's so hard to do oh, good homemade rips. believe me
1: i tried for halloween one year and i just ended up with denim booty shorts that i never wore
0: yeah, it's hard. I don't fuck with you. I've I've, I've failed a few times, so I don't do it. I don't do that anymore.
1: So, but that to me is battles because it's like, oh, I'm willing to take the risk with either a good pair of pants and just cut them up, or a pair of pants that got a tear in them, and I'm just like, fuck it, let me cut them up. To me, that's just those are three things that will instantly catch my eye. That's my stereotypical. But I had that subcategory for the right. um. This is a once. This is something that may or may not have happened in my life. I don't want to put myself on blast, but, and it's quite judgmental. Don't judge me, don't yuck my yum. Allegedly, even if I did this, allegedly. But I really liked this bad girl. She had tattoos. She smoked a crap ton of weed, which was badass. She could drink a lot, which was badass. Also, she had a boyfriend.
0: Oh and
1: I was like the side guy. Oh that for me, those times we hooked up was so hot because it was always like, oh, and she lived okay. with her boyfriend okay. too. Yeah. So He oh, no. just showed me you a mouthful of that. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so she lived with her oh, boyfriend. Man. So she would be like, um they lived in uh like an apartment at the t- so they the boyfriend was a rich guy who owned a, a duplex. A duplex is like apartments on top of each other, right? I don't know the correct term. or
0: houses that are connected. It was just a it's house like, that was yeah.
1: converted into a top apartment and a downstairs apartment.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what so that's like, okay, But cool. she lived
1: with her boyfriend in the top apartment, and the downstairs apartment uh, was empty for a while because they were looking for someone to rent it. And I remember... When he's sleeping come in we'll go to the downstairs apartment we'll do our thing and then i'm just gonna go upstairs and shower so i don't smell like sex and then you leave it was so hot, hot. again this is allegedly oh my
0: goodness! but
1: she was so yeah you're just
0: stealing the story from like a. Movie yeah or i'm stealing but... yeah
1: that's a good way to put that oh i'm gonna start saying that for <laughs> all my questionable stories just say that <laughs> they were people from movies. That way, I get to be an angel. But yeah, it was so hot. Me being like the side dude, sneaking into the house, like going in, making sure it was like fun and hot and sweaty and sexy. And then her leaving, and then her sending me texts. And she like used to love like saying, "Text me at these times when he's here. I want you to text me while he's here, so I can just have that rush." I was just like,
0: Phew. "Oh my!"
1: So that. But that was also single James. So that's why I put that in a subcategory. I don't think I'll ever be single again. Um, But if that was to happen, which it will never happen. But if it was, I would add that to my list of what I look for in a bad girl. Because that, for me, was still three of the most memorable times I've had sex. Let
0: me just put this wording out to get it right. A characteristic of a bad girl for you would be a cheater, yeah, it sounds so bad, but not
1: but- on me. I'm the side guy. Okay. does she on her boyfriend, but not me?
0: I got a question for you, yes. Then. Do you? Because after this story, I'm just like... This was... Okay, I was
1: also, allegedly, (laughs) but not allegedly, because we already know it's Mina. I was, like, 19 years old when this happened. So, also, we were kids. She was a little bit older. He was way older. And probably could have kicked my ass, too, but whatever. Wait,
0: okay, multiple questions. Did you ever get caught?
1: But we only did it three times.
0: Okay. It's good that you reached your limit and stopped. Wait, why'd you stop? Uh,
1: Because I was moving to America for college.
0: Oh, Okay. But if you didn't move to America, you would have kept going?
1: I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. It depends if cuz it's not like I was seeking her out. It was only when she hit me up. So if she continued to hit me up, possibly I but I, I can't say for sure.
0: Okay. Now I got another question. Based off of this now, I've, are you do you would you consider yourself a bad boy? I've <laughs> had people f-
1: say that. I I'm a bad I personally don't think I'm a bad boy, but that's because I know like actual bad boys. Like I know people that have been in prison. I know people that have sold drugs and still sell drugs. I know people that have stabbed people. I know like so I know actual like gang members. So I I can never consider myself a bad boy. However, I have had people say, Oh, he's a little bit of a bad boy. Um, but I wouldn't class myself
0: as as a bad boy at all, no. Especially now, because you've got that baby bed behind. you. Oh, you can see
1: it. Yeah, we're
0: <laughs> yeah. a little
1: bassinet for when the baby comes.
0: <laughs> so if you were a bad boy, all those days. Yeah. Are over.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I definitely don't think I'm a bad boy. I think I, if I had stayed in London and never came to America for college, I definitely would have turned into like a really, really bad boy because I did have some toxic bad boy traits. Um, I guess I have tattoos, but and I like to party hard, and I love women, but I wouldn't say I'm a bad boy.
0: righty yeah. then, that's. I feel like someone else could like find that debatable, but I do not I do not <laughs> question it. I believe what again, it's saying.
1: it's, a, it's a, bad boy is in the eye of the beholder.
0: Have you ever dated someone who sold who sold? Have drugs? I dated
1: someone who sold drugs no me either. Okay, so now you're just both face lying.
0: <laughs> it was after they told. Oh, that.
1: but no, after. I but that's because stereotypically women don't often sell drugs.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, okay.
1: There are definitely a lot of women that do sell drugs, but the percentage number men and women it's majority men. So that's probably the only reason why. I'm not against it like if me and my wife wanted to have a girlfriend for both of us, we wanted to turn poly or something. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you sell drugs? I can't pick you." I wouldn't matter to me.
0: I feel like that should matter, considering the fascinat behind. Oh me.
1: yeah, you're right. <laughs> I and mean, everything will change once this <laughs> baby is born. I'm gonna be like, who knows what my viewpoints will be? Especially if it's if there's a girl, everything might change. Who knows?
0: This is true. <laughs> oh and I'm gonna add to the the hair thing I think for for guys long hair is like you're
1: a fan of the long hair
0: I'm a fan of long I don't think for me it doesn't say like bad boy it it just says like very chill and I don't know I like when a guy like flips his hair <laughs> not in like not in the <laughs> I want to say not in the um, someone that we know way when he's just like pushing against his forehead and like turning his head to the side and like uh, not that way but when a guy ah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no that's that's funny
0: <laughs> but it just in like a really chill way when he guy's just like I don't that's know that's hilarious I, I, I don't know <laughs> I, like, that's funny
1: um but yeah, so um, if I if me and my wife do look for if we do become poly and we look for a girlfriend, bad girls apply here. There and, you go. Um, um, before we move on to Hall Pass, um, I just want to bring to your attention. We we put a little ask us some questions thing on our Instagram Um Something we got was not a question, but we'll still talk about it. The other one was a question. So the first one we got was, uh, I just want to be fucked hard by two black men at the same time uh, as I hold my husband's hand.
0: Wait, wait. So there's three people involved then.
1: That's what that says. So the question we put on our Instagram, hey, ask us a question. It could be about anything. It could be asking us a question about our lives. It could be, asking for relationship advice it could just be a question you want us to answer on the podcast and uh we only got two responses this week it's probably our lowest listener response it's our lowest listener response ever so um please not uh, knock that up but yeah the first one we got was wasn't even a question it was just uh, i just want to be fucked up by two black men at the same time as a hold my husband's hand uh, which is being, is a hot wife and a, and a cuckold, which is something I am very interested in talking about in future episodes of the pod. However, the second one is something I'm going to throw at you. Is that your question? It was,
0: Okay, I you didn't look? Yet, okay, it I'm says, like...
1: do no. you have merch? I want a shirt that says, don't yuck my yum. Um, so answer that question. Do we have merch, Joyce?
0: At the moment, we do not have merch, but I can get on it right away because I actually would like a shirt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So to answer your question, um, should I say their Instagram name? I don't know. They didn't say we shouldn't, but also I'll keep you anonymous for now because we didn't ask. Um, You said, do you have merch? I want a shirt that says, don't yuck my yum. The answer is we do not have merch right now. We may have merch chandice in the future. And if we do, we will let you know instantly yes so those
0: i feel like we need to work on this yeah that would
1: that, it would take so. a very long time by the way people if we were to get merch it wouldn't be an instant thing but um on that note listeners please two people responding to our questions is is the lowest we've ever had turnout wise so please more interaction on instagram will be very much appreciated
0: yes just join the conversation it'll be fun more fun more with fun
1: you with you guys that was our we all kink do. corner. Ow.
0: Kinky. Hall pass. Hall pass. Okay. You can go. Should I go for you can go first? I went first last You
1: pass. did? Okay, so yeah. for my hall pass this week, I picked a lovely young lady, uh, under the name of Callie Day. Now, the reason I picked Callie Day is because two to three weeks ago, I can't remember exactly when. I spoke of my desire to want to go to a festival. And if I can't go to a festival with someone I know who's willing to be my festival bay for the two days, I would love to meet someone. And Callie Day looks like someone who I would absolutely love to meet. She is a uh, self-described rave, rave girl, rave babe. And the picture I sent to Joyce was her in, rave garb she's got the sparkles the outfit and
0: all oh, the jewels and it's so cute i love it's her amazing
1: outfits. she's the caption purple rave princess she looks absolutely stunning um i'm not saying that i would actually want to f- find her at a rave and make her my rave Bay. but what i'm saying is that that general vibe is what i am looking for and she just encapsulated it with an innocence and a sexiness that is for me enticing as well as mind-blowing
0: i feel like i want to follow her because of her outfits and just to get inspired for raves
1: i just want to follow her for the outfits to look but i would feel a little bit too creepy
0: well only if she listens to this true
1: which she doesn't so kaylee day thank you for being my uh hypothetical hall pass and hypothetical rave bay for the rave that i may never go to but i'm hoping to go to (laughs) she's a hot piece she's really really beautiful
0: agreed you go um so my hall pass of the week is a fictional character harry potter but (laughs) god no (laughs) but he is so real to me um from a Netflix original on my blog. Have you watched it? You need to watch it. There's actually a few good looking bodies, faces on that show. And this one is the also bad boy Oscar um, nicknamed Spooky Diaz. He is um, Cholo, very Cholo attire And that's not what I'm, like, into at all. But on this show.
1: He's so bad that he's, like, ticking your boxes.
0: He's so, and, like, his eyebrows, like, the way he just, like, glares at, like, people in the show. I'm just like, oh, my God, you can look at me like that. Just bring it over your bald (laughs) head over here. I don't care. Like, your high socks, your super low shorts, I'll take it.
1: Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs)
0: he is so attractive and it's what's crazy is in real life he looks nothing like how he does in the show and I find him more attractive in the show oh. than in real life yeah I think his actual name is Julio something and he just looks very he looks very nice and just well spoken and
1: everything you're not looking for
0: sweet sweet in yeah in real life I'm just like Ugh, no shave that head and oh yes and he also has a a teardrop tattoo on his face in this show that's what I said You did on yeah. you like those glares
1: <laughs> you're a crazy one <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, he's so does he kill
1: head. people in this show
0: um yeah I'm not
1: yucking your yum it was just the question I just wanted to see how bad this okay. bad boy was
0: yeah that's the teardrop yeah, sport, well yeah
1: you know. you're right bloody hell
0: so yeah, in the show but in the show he is like a good older brother who has to be, you know, has to lay down the wall to protect his hood. So Gotta do it for the rock. hood. It's a good show. It's a good show. Uh, you should check it out. I've heard I've been told that the acting isn't so great, but I don't care. I don't care.
1: Once I finish my current shows, I may I may watch it. We'll see. You'll follow him up. um I don't know about that, but I'll I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll give it a go.
0: (laughs) That's all you have to do. That's all I'm asking.
1: So, um, yeah, that concludes our Hall hall Passes of the Week. Um, If we can, we'll put them on the IG story so you guys can see our beautiful Hall Passes.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Um,
1: Let's get into it. The main topic of discussion for the day is...
0: Foreplay. Foreplay. (laughs) Foreplay, Foreplay.
1: Um, I thought that before we started, if you would like to give your definition of what you believe foreplay to be, and then we could work with that definition for the remainder of the pod
0: yeah so right now i'm very in like a me mindset so foreplay is the time before sex that you as in my partner gets me in the mood more in the mood ready set to go if you want a good experience and if you want me to stick around it's a very
1: you're right it's a very joy centric (laughs) um definition of foreplay there
0: Yeah, it changes. It changes, but right now that's what it is. Would you like me to read you the dictionary? Do you have that handy?
1: Yeah, man, shoot. I
0: do. Sexual stimulation of one's partner, usually as a prelude to sexual intercourse. Let's
1: work with that definition for the remainder of the pod.
0: Okay. (laughs) Not that yours is bad, not
1: yucking your yum.
0: I mean, there's nothing. That's to true. Duck. There is nothing
1: to duck. Um So, could you just say that one more, one more again, so I could hear it and the listeners can hear it.
0: Yes. Foreplay, noun. Sexual stimulation of one's partner, usually as a prelude to sexual Ba-ba-ba-ba. intercourse.
1: That's the focus of the main, <laughs> the main topic of the discussion. My first question. Oh wait, you were going to say something. You go.
0: Was I? Oh, um, well, I asked Bill's opinion if he wanted me to throw anything into this episode for him, and he says it's important. He's not wrong. That's that's all, he says. That's all he's his. Not, says. So he's not. Like, okay. <laughs> he's not wrong.
1: He's not wrong. My first question to you is, how short is too short for foreplay?
0: Um.
1: Your own personal opinion on this?
0: I personally feel like there's no time limit necessary depending on how turned on I already am. Also, if I'm doing more of the active floor playing, then I need less because I also get turned on from. DJing. Okay, so. They're so ready. So you're saying that, like,
1: you could get equally, with the right partner, of course, you could get equally turned on from receiving oral for five minutes and then giving oral for 10 minutes as you would from just receiving oral for 15 minutes. I think I'm yeah. in a similar boat as that, where um, the take, yeah, just the taking part in foreplay can also stimulate me, even if I am the only person doing it doing it and not receiving and I think there's something we discussed in like one of the early episodes how a lot of people don't necessarily get turned on from giving oral but we were weird in yeah I think it's like episode oh, two yeah. or like five really early on listeners listen to the early episodes and let, let us know <laughs> which episode we said that
0: That's... yeah and then I yeah I think it's are we weird I definitely get turned on from like giving foreplay, from giving oral, from giving. I don't think
1: we're weird. Um, I just think that a lot of people that I know are like pillow princesses or are layback kings where they just.
0: Layback uh, kings I literally just done. made it
1: up. <laughs> I didn't want to gender just oh. women as <laughs> the only people that sat back and did nothing. So I just made made up layback king. But we can, st- we can that's a sescapade term now. Um, but yeah, I know a lot of people that I know for sure are pillow princesses or layback kings, and um, just because I'm around them a lot, they make me feel like me wanting to give oral or, or do something, I'm the anomaly. But then I also have some friends, you um, I don't know if you remember our first guest ever, Cece, she also enjoys giving oral, and that turns her on. Um, I think she said just as much as receiving. So I don't think we're necessarily weird, we just haven't necessarily found our tribe to make us normalised.
0: Why is it so hard to find the right tribe? Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I want to know, because I know you've talked about an experience where basically you had dealt with a pillow princess so I want to hear like we always hear how like, foreplay is important for the female like how wait is say, it for say that male? question
1: again I, I put my beer can down as you said I'm I missed one of the words sorry
0: how did <laughs> yeah, just say the whole back thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our... we always hear how important foreplay is for the female like how important is it for the male and honestly I think it's important for me to give as like foreplay when I'm only receiving, that's kind of mm, to me. It's like, let me do something. Um,
1: well, I think for me, foreplay, bec- because I do enjoy trying to cause I, I with my partner I've mastered giving her orgasms but I'm not cocky enough or going to lie on tape to say that I can give every single woman I've ever been with an orgasm. But I, for me, because I enjoy trying to give them an orgasm before we even start having sex um, 90% of the time foreplay for me is really important, but it doesn't necessarily have to involve me being the receiver. But in those occasions where I am receiving, I think it's, uh, depending on how well they do, it dictates how what I'm going to give into that uh, experience. Uh, I'll give you an example, because I'm not sure I explained that well. So say if I was with a girl and she was going down on me, but she was like really into giving me oral sex. In my mind, I'm looking at it, the picture in itself is hot. The sensation is hot, as long as she doesn't use her teeth corn on the cob style. We've spoken about that in the previous episode. (laughs) But the picture is the visual's hot, the sensation is amazing. In my mind, I'm like, wow, she is into this. I am going to go the extra mile to give her what she wants. So the fact that if I come quick, because she's doing crazy, what, first of all, I'm gonna get a boner as quickly as I can again. And in between that time, what she wants is on the table. I'm going to go because I'm going to go to extra mile because I can see she is into this. And it's not often in my experience that I've had a girl be like down on her knees or lying on the bed, really into giving a blowjob or something like that. So when I see that with that foreplay, it just kind of raises my libido and makes me want to now reach that expectation where I'm literally at the point where if I'm asking her, was that good? And if that's not good, Believe me, I'm going back to give you seconds so you can get that feeling that you just gave me. And on the flip side, if it's terrible, I'm like, well, I guess I'll probably go down on her for a minute and then we'll just have sex and I'll just try and be a two-pump chump again because she's not giving any effort. So that's the, that's <laughs> the flip
0: side. But what if she's You can always try tell. And you just can't tell because she's as bad. Yeah, I can. can I, you? I've had
1: people that are bad, but they're tr- Like, corn on the cob, she was terrible, but she was trying.
0: How can you tell when they're Body language.
1: Um, women, women think they're good at faking orgasms. And I think this is a kind of a, a segue, but I think women are only good at faking orgasms if a guy has never had a woman had an orgasm before. Once you've seen a woman have a real orgasm, you know if it's fake or not. Because I can recall a ton of times in my past before I actually gave a woman an orgasm, where I thought I gave a woman an orgasm. And then when I gave a woman a real orgasm, <laughs> I was like, oh, she was flat out faking. It. And I appreciate her doing that because she could have killed my sexual confidence. <laughs> so you can tell if they're really into it. Body, like, it's, it's hard to fake like you're into sucking a dick. It's hard to fake like you're into... If you don't like it, it's, it's hard. The, the vibe, at least in my experience, maybe there are some good actors out there and they can just pretend and get away with it.
0: I'm like i'm just wondering now i mean like obviously i don't know what a fake orgasm looks like so now i'm just curious okay well i have questions same question for you about the timing is there a time limit or a requirements or what you or the idea i don't think there's an ever an ideal time or um, ideal i think it
1: depends on the situation so like if i'm just regularly um having sex with my partner. Ideally, there's no time limit. It's just... She needs to get at least one orgasm. And when she's had that, yeah, before... Before, And then depending on how that orgasm makes me feel, because sometimes it's like really, really hot and it makes me want to give her another one. Sometimes it's like, okay, let's get ready to do the dirty, so to speak. So I don't think... For me, the time limit is the first orgasm. So if that comes in a minute, then if that comes, if that comes in a minute, then I guess the minute is a time limit. However, with girls that I cannot make orgasm from uh, foreplay, I kind of just let the moment dictate what's going to happen. Because sometimes, (laughs) that's funny, because sometimes um, in in, uh, experiences like that, if she's still holding your head down there or if she still wants you to be sucking on your, her titties, then it's not time to have sex. Do you know what I mean? Even if you feel like, hang on. You've never done that before? Your
0: head down. <laughs> no, I'm like, so against that. Cause I don't like when anyone touches. Like, I don't like when a guy touches my head unless he's massaging. Yeah. I've, had, I've like, had that done before you're not when it's like, head.
1: hold your head down. Now I want you to stay down there and, and keep email. But, I've, yeah, okay. I've had it, I, but I don't mind that. I, this is another thing about foreplay that i was going to talk about later but i guess i'll come into it foreplay is like one of the times where i also do not mind the woman completely taking control i I can sometimes be picky during actual intercourse but during foreplay especially if she's gone first and given me a little bit of head and it's amazing i am clay in your hand to mold however you want so if you want me to if you want to get on all fours, turn around and say, "James, eat my ass." As long as that ass has been cleaned, my tongue's swimming around in there.
0: We're so indeed, different. Indeed. I'm like, this is a team effort thing. Let's let's both like be involved. <laughs> what do we both want, sort of? First. So, but
1: so yeah, no time limit to summarize.
0: Hang on, there's some weird sounds going on. I know my sound was for my little stand thing because I had to let Kane out of my room. What was your sound? Oh, that's it probably the like phone on the bedside table
1: or the beer can or. Yeah. I
0: okay. yeah. <laughs> clear it up.
1: <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I'm drinking an IPA. It's <laughs> pretty good, too. Um,
0: Meh. IPA. Okay. I had a
1: question for you um, Do you think that foreplay always has to lead to sex? In the definition, it didn't say always. It, uh, do you have it handy again? The definition? Do you have? Yeah. Could you just read oh, that again? I, yeah, I
0: have it. It just says, okay, yeah, I'll read the whole thing. Sexual stimulation of one's partner usually as yeah. a prelude to sexual intercourse. So it's usually. so.
1: My question, but, do you think it always has is, to be? Yeah, does it always, yeah, have, does to it always to have to, to be a prelude for you? Or are you, yeah, that's just it. Do you, do you think it always has to be?
0: No, it, def- it definitely doesn't always have to be a prelude to like something more. I feel like I am like the type of person, like I'll just make out with you if you want to make out. I'll just like, I'll take as little and as much as, as there is and as much like time we have, like I'll just take it. Like I don't need to always have like making out or foreplay lead to sex. I can just like literally make out for half an hour and like be completely happy. I think I'm just more of like, the touch, the feel, that's enough. Coming, mm. that's the bonus. Interesting.
1: I I kind of feel similarly, but mine is usually, if I'm rolling, and if you're a listener who doesn't understand what that means, good for you. You're a good, you're not, you're not a bad, yeah, girl, you're bad a good, boy, so you wouldn't be... <laughs> but when I'm rolling, <laughs> I, I literally could take part in foreplay for hours, if that's what the energy called for and what my partner and I were kind of calling for.
0: That's, that's interesting. I, I do that like too. I have sex for hours. Like it it just leaves, it just like leads and it's like, there's no, like once you've passed a point. I've definitely been there
1: too, where rolling. usually it's like a little bit full play and then it's just like sex. Once you come, chill for five minutes and then you're back into it before you even imagine. But one of my dreams is definitely to be rolling or after the afterglow after a roll and just take part in, foreplay for like an extended period of time without crossing because I think that'll just build up anticipation to this is what I'm going to do when I find my rave bay this will build up the anticipation to such a high level where it's just you're making out passionately touching each other kissing each other tasting each other always teasing like you're going to go forward but then not and then just keep repeating and repeating until the anxiety builds up and then you can no longer Hold it back. That's one of my dreams that um, I'm gonna add to my list. Well, I can just add it to the rave um, thing for my goals in 2021. I will just add that as a as an undernote footnote.
0: Refer to episode 26 yes. or 25 for rave goals. Yes. Oh no, 25. for sex goals. Um, I like that plan. I like the idea of just like only having the foreplay. I mean. I guess for for me, like all like that, just ends up in orgasm usually. Anyways, Which, so. I think that's
1: for most people that would probably end up but, like that too. Maybe.
0: But I like that until it's play like for the long time. Okay,
1: we've been doing this for like that forty minutes. Neither of us can hold it in. Let's get to work, type deal. But by that, I was gonna say by I that, that like... point, oh, everything would be so heightened that it would just un I. I haven't done it yet, so I don't know, but I believe it will just unlock an, a complete different level of sexual connection and sexual ed, uh, um, adventure. Not adventure. Uh, e- exploration.
0: Experience? Ah, uh, okay, yes. I agree. Or we'll just, like, leave yeah, it in instant. I think orgasms. the good thing about
1: rolling is that you're not completely finished after your orgasm yeah that's true so that's,
0: it just like it just keeps going that's that's, that's the positive like that, that it can be energy. like oh i
1: orgasm but it's only five o'clock in the morning we can still go i
0: wonder how- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i wonder how many listeners i think would get i think judging by so the people reference. i know
1: who listen to it there's a few that are going to be like yep you got it guys <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
0: um just
1: That just, like, makes me think of more of... Oh, I mean, that's why it was one of my festival goals. Um, I have a question, though. Because one thing I'm glad that you mentioned, because I was going to ask about it later. You said that you could kiss and make out with someone for 30 minutes. A lot of people don't include making out as foreplay. I do, because when it's done really passionately, it's, like arousing as fuck would you also include like yeah a strict tease or like a lap dance or or even like a a sexy game as foreplay too or do you categorize that as something else
0: i guess so in my mind when i think of foreplay i think Mm -hmm. of some kind of like physical contact but i think i'm looking at the definition it just says um, sexual stimulation so if you're still getting stimulated by something without any contact then I then yeah I mean it would make sense that like a striptease or games would be foreplay and I think those would be fun so I want to pose
1: this is Hmm. based on my personal experience now but I want to pose this question to you do you see this as foreplay so there was one time where myself and my partner um I don't even know if we were drunk or if we had smoked weed, but we had done something beforehand. And we were like, let's pretend that we don't know each other when we go to this club and flirt with each other and see, try and pick each other up. For me, that whole thing was part of the foreplay as much as when we went back home and started doing the physical foreplay. Um, Because according to this definition, it's sexual stimulation, right? And I was sexually stimulated flirting with my partner again and trying to be suggestive and and kind of wild in public like I I'm pretty sure I was able to like grab a boob and she let me grab a boob in public and we were like trying to be risky as fuck without getting arrested and it was really really hot um I just want to know your thoughts are you saying would you think do you agree with me in categorizing that also as foreplay
0: i think that would be foreplay but it's like a very distant i don't know well yes but still in my mind i feel like we're from what i've learned and for what i've like heard foreplay involves like and this is not like the correct definition at all it's just like a man stimulating a woman Mm. so she gets wet before sex and that's why, like, for some reason, that sticks in my head as foreplay. For some reason, so and I verbal can't, like, stimulation.
1: That. Have Have you not ever been verbal stimulated to the point where you're just wet and you're like, oh, this guy's? I would assume it'd be a bad boy with long hair, a motorcycle, tattoos that used to sell drugs. Have could they potentially? Pretension- <laughs> it's very specific. Could? Oh, they weren't one person <laughs> no, together. They were di- one- okay. My bad. No. One of those people could they verbally? <laughs> <laughs> make you wet your panties and then if they did is that the beginning of the foreplay then
0: um yes they could verbally make my panties wet um would that be considered foreplay <laughs> prelude to sex But it's such a distant prelude, though. There's so much more in between from just, like, talking to someone. There's, like, still, like, going home together, getting, like, comfortable. Yes, but in my personal experience
1: where we pretended that we didn't know each other, the picking up is what got me excited. Then we went home in the cab and started making out in the cab on the way home, which is also part of it. Then we go into the door and just go into full-blown taking each other's clothes off, sucking, licking, kissing, all of that. I think it was a whole thing
0: it is a whole thing yes but i feel like when i think of foreplay it's like when you know sex is okay happen. so let me pose this I guess question you knew to you. what
1: about and i think if i recall correctly on an earlier episode you said you're not the biggest fan of this but let's just say you and your partner were at different places and you were going to meet up somewhere and on your way to meeting up he just started sending you pictures that doesn't count as and no, I think no. I remember you saying that <laughs> Yeah, I oh, remember you count... saying you don't really like, I like I don't that type that. of thing. But like I for someone that. who does like that, if the pictures arouse them, is that foreplay? Because then they're yeah. not even in the same room. It's but it's still sexual stimulation now. Now I'm just
0: confused <laughs> on my definition. I have to change my definition now. It's gonna be definitely less me mindset, and it's gonna be like Someone over here is looking at me with like-
1: From with on their my eyebrows, block.
0: I eyebrows and they're bald. Yeah. <laughs> <This is foreplay. laughs> they're, they're looking at me. It's foreplay.
1: That's funny. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to throw those kind of musings out there because, you know, just to be a contrarian kind of. Um, do you, is there something that's guaranteed in foreplay that's always guaranteed- to turn you wild, either giving or receiving, or does it differ based on the partner?
0: Oh, Mm. during foreplay, it differs during the partner, because I think I personally, I like when hands are used during foreplay, like I like, touch more than any, anything that's true and everyone touches so differently like everyone has such a different way of using their hands so that's
1: different. That, yeah, that's yeah. a good point everyone is so very different what about when you are the person giving or the main uh what's the word i'm looking for you're the person that's initiating the foreplay is there is there like a move like joyce's patented move that you're going to use for everyone or do you try different tricks based on different partners
0: no i feel like my like there's choices move so you do have a move work for everyone like everyone hmm I don't feel like it's more of a move. It's just more of like a way of being, you know?
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just taking your word for it.
0: I don't think, I don't have a move, but I feel like trying to do the same thing for different people, for me, it doesn't work. Especially when there is such, I don't know. I feel like with the guys that I've been with, there's just such different preferences and approaches and I'm just like, what works for someone, it like won't work for someone else. And I'm just like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I have to adjust everything, but it's. Fun. That's
1: funny. I had to learn that the hard way. That what gets off one woman will not get off another. And, but then that's when I learned that that's the beauty of. I'm gonna sound like a whore for saying this, but that's the beauty of having sex with new people is finding out new things that you didn't necessarily think you could do or would do that get this person off. And then you kind of bring your skills from other people and try it on and see which, which works. I think for me, that's one of the, uh, the good things about sleeping with new people.
0: But it also can be a not so positive thing when like, you have this whole way of knowing that this works with all these people, but then you get this one new person and wait, everything else, like, these people doesn't work for you. Like, you're not the odd one, but, like, it's not. I, I would view well, that personally that as a challenge.
1: Um, Like, or it would be.
0: When you were, con- like, okay, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm not speaking from personal experience or anything here. <laughs> when you consider yourself a fucking pro at something, like had it down like you know this works all the time every time until until now not now until like you you get a little bit discouraged and then you're just like yeah and then you yeah I'm kind of so I'm kind
1: of the opposite way when in the past when I when I did have that happen my initial instinct was oh I'm about to learn something now because Like I've spoken openly about the fact that I was a two pump chump and the only way I stopped being a two pump chump was literally from learning different things. And that's because there was a certain point when I just had to be like, look, James, you dick games, whack. You need to ask these girls what gets them off to help you build up your repertoire. And so I, I do recall a situation where I tried to use a certain technique of going down on the girl and it just didn't work. And then I was like, Oh my gosh tell me what gets you off. Just tell me what you, show me. I said, show me how you would get yourself off and then tell me what you like. And that way I was able to learn that sometimes you can't just go down and the girl with your mouth. You've got to get your hands involved. So that was like a really good way of me to learn. So if I met with a situation where I'm failing to give them an orgasm or something, I'm like, okay, take some notes, James, because this is about to be a learning moment that's about to make you a better lover. For this person, and for every person that comes afterward, let's not be defeated by that. Come on! It was defeated. <laughs> right, I'm no Um, is there anything that in your life you've really wanted to try during foreplay that you're still yet to try? You don't yes. have to oh, talk about them all, yeah. but talk about the things. one that's least embarrassing, <laughs> or the one that's most embarrassing, whichever oh, you want to talk about. Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, I still have got some stuff under my bed that haven't been used. Are you talking
1: about the um, um, restraints? What else? So that wouldn't that you would use that as foreplay, not yeah, for the main intercourse.
0: Oh, okay no foreplay that's what i that's what i would want it well yeah no i mean both. but initially like my mind like first things okay. first so yes no in my mind foreplay and then it would okay. like leave oh like yeah that, because probably. you like, want okay, to be the okay, them.
1: i remember now okay yeah
0: yes what else is there foreplay wise i don't I mean I don't have my list oh, no, it, with I d- me and ready right now to, like, <laughs> to just spit things out. <laughs> but that's that's the one that's like I literally like look at it all the time because I have to like check under my bed for things I am like losing. This and I'm is just like, oh yeah, kind that's of there.
1: Moving away from the conversation, but why have you still not used that?
0: Don't ask me. Okay, okay, okay. Because I think I, it's all about Is your, your delivery um, just not delivery, good right? right now? No, my delivery is like an assumption that you'll want to use these strengths when really maybe you don't maybe want you to. So maybe dem- I, I you should
1: demonstrate them and ma- first. And and say, and look, I'm, you use them on me. If this turns you on like crazy, think about what it could do for me. Because maybe he'd be into having you tied down. Have you asked him about that? Oh, never mind. Yes. <laughs> you don't need my advice because you really never mind.
0: <laughs> I'm not just like saying, like, I'm, it's not just for like one person being the head of, I'm open to, I'm open to also being in those restraints too, but yeah. Hasn't happened. I think I got yeah, them.
1: they're probably dusty now. Cobwebs. wild cobwebs.
0: Ago. I mean, don't. I think the spiders in every house fight, in there America. There are spiders in my house, but.
1: I don't know if that's a fact. That could just be something I made up now. Oh, great!
0: Cain kills them all. He licks.
1: Them all. Um. So <laughs> yeah. usually for me, I have two types of foreplay. They don't include the same things but I also i always have two types i wanted to kind of talk about it and then see if anything resonated with you if you do similar things or anything like that. so i i kind of when i was making my notes broke it up into orgasm focused foreplay where i'm just focusing on trying to give them an orgasm and then teasing foreplay where i'm not trying to give them orgasm i'm literally just trying to tease them as much as possible they can each involve many different things it's just Obviously, the orgasm-focused one is exactly what the label says. I'm trying to make my partner have an orgasm. And the teasing one is more, like, playful, definitely sexy, turning you on, but leaving you more kind of sexually frustrated than sexually satisfied, as you would get with an orgasm. That's kind of how, historically, that's how I've done foreplay. And again, each of those two things in, they can include whatever would make that particular partner orgasm or whatever would tease that particular partner but those are kind of what I break it down are you as kind of analytical as I am in that sense or is it for you just what you're feeling in the moment like go on
0: I definitely <laughs> don't categorize my foreplay. <laughs> Um Not saying that there's any wrong with how I don't, you do I don't it. Know I like if I now could. you should teach a class. But but yeah, I'm not...
1: This is just news to you.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think of it like that at all. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what you categorize? Like, when, when you go into it, do you think like, okay, now is no, Thursday, so that means this Usually...
1: Foreplay it, it kind of depends on like the the environment. So I mentioned rolling a lot, not because I do it a lot, but because right. that can alter how I'm feeling. And I mentioned like going out to party and drinking because that can alter how I'm feeling. So if I'm just at home with my, with my wife, the chances are it's not going to be teasing foreplay. It's always going to be orgasm focused foreplay because that's just what I feel in the moment. However, if I've had a few drinks, or if I've smoked some weed, or if I've popped a molly, or if I'm with a new partner, sometimes I like to kind of leave them a little bit sexually frustrated because it ups their libido. And that's when the teasing foreplay will come into play. It's, but it's not necessarily a conscious decision that I make. Like, oh, I'm drunk. I'm talking to this girl. Oh, if we get to have sex, I'm gonna tease her. It's not like that. But it's like, oh, we're in the bedroom. And okay, okay. I can That's see she's thought. really ready to have sex. I'm going to tease her just so she's going to be even more ready. That's kind of how my thought process goes. But as I was writing notes, I noticed that it fell into one of two things. Teasing or orgasm focused. Yeah. I should have elaborated more, shouldn't I? Oh, okay.
0: Okay, that makes sense hmm <laughs> I mean, I understand now. Yeah, my foreplay is just, I don't.
1: Hey, it's just a way floats, of being. I don't know. Whatever floats the boat, isn't it? Um, I think we're we're close to wrapping up. I, I had a, do, I had a I had a question about. Do you oh, have I any guess. stories of people that were just terrible at foreplay? I don't like to hear about the good stories. I like to hear about the terrible stories. For me, they're more entertaining.
0: I mean, there's definitely been times when, like, that's been oh, kind of skipped and I'm just like... I did Barrr! want to talk about
1: that. Okay, yes, yes. Wait a second. So, what goes through your mind when they skip foreplay or when they try to skip foreplay?
0: I... I call them out on it and I tell them, it's like, whoa, like, that's... I tell them, like, you need to get me wet first. Like, I'm not ready or, like, something... And it's along an instant lines. thing? You tell them, like... I make it clear. That like it's on it like usually yeah it's an instant thing I'm just like the fuck is your problem I'm making the
1: assumption <laughs> here. so correct me if I'm wrong but I'm assuming this, this doesn't happen with people you're in relationships with this is more like first timers or casual hookups right
0: I feel like everyone rushes sometimes there are times like. Especially when there are like when there's drinks involved, or when like you make you assume when you assume things, yeah. Like if you assume like if we're making out for a bit, a little bit, and then like and you're hard and ready, and it's like that doesn't mean that I am. Yeah, I think I take I'm just. <laughs> I just have standards and require some work to get done before anyone goes in. Right. I, guess I mean, I'm not gonna actually.
1: yuck your yum. I think everyone no. needs to yeah. have frank and honest conversations to find out what makes their partner tick. Even if it's gonna be a one night stand, you don't have to sit down and grill them for half an hour and take notes. But I think you need to be um, willing to take pointers in the moment. If they say no, 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 keep going, that's not them pretending; that's them saying no, 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 keep going. We're not ready for sex yet. So I think you need to be able to adjust on the fly, for sure.
0: Oh yeah, and it's always a quick thing. It's I feel like it's never with
1: it's usually the people you you've had for a while. Complacency people. can set in.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah, it's that thing of like feeling comfortable, and you feel like oh, we've done this a million times, and and depends on my mood too, like, if how like, quick and how quickly I can be in that mindset uh, I ready think to go.
1: But that if our listeners take away anything <laughs> from this this discussion about foreplay, I would say if if your partner is a female, um, that it's really important to try your hardest during foreplay to make her orgasm. I'm not saying you should be disappointed if she doesn't, but the effort you need to put in is that of, I'm going to try and make you orgasm. Because I don't think that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you're a woman and I'm not, but I don't think that anyone will be disappointed if they know that you've actually given it a good go to try and make them come. They're going to be turned... Yeah, you're going to be turned up, I would assume. Oh, yeah. So I think a general rule of thumb is... Definitely. And the reason I say if your partner's a woman is because if your partner's a man and you make them orgasm during foreplay, that might, that might be the end. <laughs> so that's why I specifically... <laughs> I'm not trying to be sexist or anything. It's just... I would say if your partner's a woman, you should definitely focus on trying to make her orgasm. Do not feel defeated if she doesn't, because it is extremely hard for some people to do it, or you may just not have the skills to, yeah, it just might be be catch. But I think that, like I said earlier, I've always been able to tell if when a girl's giving me oral, if she's actually into it, if she's doing it because she feels like she needs to, or she's doing it because she enjoys it. And I think that's something that, unless you're an Oscar-winning actor or actress, comes across, during sex and um i know i appreciate the effort when a woman is doing things to me and i can see that into it it makes me more willing so i think that's a general rule of thumb if your partner's a female just give them the effort the attention to detail that they that they deserve and whether you make them orgasm or not they're gonna rock your world on the flip side when they know that you've tried is that something we can agree on or am i just chatting shit out my bottom
0: no I agree and I will say for if your partner's a male definitely don't let it, or you should be able to know if they're about to come or not so if that's going to be an issue and you don't want that to happen you should be like you should know when to tell when that's going to happen because otherwise you it also depends on the guy's bounce back time playing, you got him to, like,
1: because um, I've been in a situation where four players performed on me first I came and I'm not saying my bounce back time is like this every time, but this particular instance, I went and performed oral sex on on this young lady, I don't know, on, on my partner, on my partner. I don't know why I'm trying to... Yeah. On this I
0: young lady. I went and lady. performed for,
1: um, oral sex and foreplay <laughs> on, on my partner. And I think it took between 10 to 15 minutes. And in that 10 to 15 minutes, my bounce back time was good, where I was able to maintain an erection so that after she had had her orgasms, then we could actually go and perform. sex. And I'm not saying that my bounce back time is always 10 to 15 minutes. There are times when it's 30 minutes. There are times when it's five minutes. But I'm just saying, if you kind of keep the flame kindled, as long as their bounce back time isn't an hour, <laughs> then you should be good.
0: Um, I will just say that not everyone has a bounce back time. There is something I've heard in Esther like some guys are just like muskets. Oh, like I don't believe one that. One shot and they're done.
1: I truly don't believe that. Say that again.
0: Oh, you no, don't believe I, that? I think. You don't believe that? I <laughs> don't believe that? <laughs> I
1: don't believe that. And I may you just don't be 100% that? wrong because I've never had an experience where <laughs> I've been in the bedroom with another guy and tried to make them come to see their bounce back time. But, so. Like everything that comes out of my mouth from now until my (laughs) sentence is done may be wrong. But I honestly don't believe that people don't have bounce back time. I think the partner is too impatient to wait for that bounce back time. Like I said, my bounce back time ranges between five minutes to Mm. 30 minutes. Now on good, so if their bounce back time ranges from 20 minutes to two hours, all right. Yep. stop me.
0: I'm just gonna stop you right there. <laughs> Apple I have dated someone 11 years older than me. No bounce back time. No happening. That's not. It doesn't happen more than once a night kind of thing. I have dated. I've been in other situations where there is no bounce back time. Where it's just like.
1: Okay. So listeners, <laughs> I'm gonna do something that you really don't get me ind- started on dude, this, which is say. I apologize for that false information and that completely biased and wrong viewpoint that I just spewed because it was destroyed literally 10 seconds after I said it with factual evidence. So what I said about the bounce back time was completely false. Some people do not have it.
0: It also, like, it also, I think health, it's like you're another part of it. If you're not, no, I'm just, nah. Uh I want to know.
1: I honestly assumed there, that everybody had or? a window where they could go again. I've had my friend literally, I've spoken to him, not recently, but he has said that sometimes it will take him like an hour and a half, but he will always be able to go again. And it just depends on whether she stayed around or if she's still awake. It's a bounce back time, it's not necessarily ideal. No, that's not that's not bounce back time at all. It's that's just that's a completely hours new now. day. Not that's not the same session.
0: <laughs> then you should have this. Right, chat before if like, I'm it's hitting it's you up, North I don't know other... how to <laughs> hit you up. But I'm going to pretend <laughs>
1: to hit you up. Um, yeah, I eat my words. Then I I was under the assumption that everyone had, but obviously i um, I can only talk from my experience and then people I've spoken to and. Yeah, that doesn't. I guess that just doesn't include people that you've been with. <laughs> my small focus group doesn't include people that you've been with, and so my theory was shot down <laughs> ten seconds after it had um, been put into uh, audio ink. <laughs> I need to. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, yeah. Let's check your
0: research. I, I was just there. dead
1: wrong. I'll admit it. i would admit it when I'm wrong, and I was dead wrong just then. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm um,
0: just years, on on that point. Years um, do, you,
1: do you have any, do you have any closing <laughs> thoughts or or, or uh, comments or anything?
0: <laughs> um, if there is anything more important than foreplay, it's about the next time. <laughs>
1: Hey, like I said, my bounce back time is always between, uh, now. That if I'm being honest with myself, it's between 5 and 40 minutes. And I definitely have been in situations where it's been on the longer side, and then my wife is just like, yeah, I'm not not into it anymore. The boat, the ship has sailed. Um, Which, again, I don't blame her for. But then I've had times where my bounce back is like, boop, five minutes later, oh, you ready? Uh, And I will say, with a smile on my face, those times are those times are the great times. So apologies to you, Abba Forth, with your no bounce back. It's not it's not everyone. No, I guess not.
0: Everyone can't be so lucky.
1: <laughs> so um
0: hmm.
1: I guess in closing, yeah. Holler
0: at so us So let, us let Instagram. Us know your bounce back times. And I I did, until about five minutes ago, believe that everyone had a bounce
1: back time. Because my friend said that his longest was two hours, and I was like, well, that sounds reasonable, but it turns out that not everyone can... Even two hours is too short for some people. So, hey. if (laughs) if
0: I'm like, I'll wait all night. So if you (laughs) or your partner has
1: has a very quick bounce back time, (laughs) we would love to hear about that, because... Yeah, that's just it's just it's a, it's fun. That, that's I never something I never thought about. I think my closing thoughts for this topic is literally just go when when you're doing foreplay, whether it be um, talking and flirting and talking dirty or sending pictures or going down someone using your fingers, whatever your foreplay may be, you got to go in it with full effort. I think your partner can tell if you're giving it full effort and I think your sex will be better if you give it 100% of your effort to be in that moment pleasuring your partner through foreplay. That's, that's my, my closing thought would be listeners, when you're giving foreplay, make sure you give it your all. Yeah, you need lube either under your bed or on your bedside table. Um, it's extremely handy. It doesn't mean that the vagina is dry. It just means you can make it a lot slippier, or you can make a hand job a lot. Yeah, you can make a hand job a lot wetter if, if you just put that Adam and Eve branded lube. I just said that because that's the brand that my wife and I have under our bed. So you don't have to use. There you go. Tajay good for everything. I bought my. Um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> um, as always, if you want to um, find us on social, open up your Instagram app type sexcapades underscore pod that's sexcapades underscore p-o-d and uh, interact with us Say so like our photos pay attention to our stories answer our polls uh give us some questions when we ask for it because we are not afraid to answer or talk about whatever it may be that is on your mind um right join the motherfucking conversation
0: Join the and uh, find us
1: on Anchor, Stitcher, and
0: your thoughts. Uh,
1: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, uh, Overcast app, wherever you can. Google Play, wherever you can find a podcast. Subscribe to us there; you'll get that automatic download every motherfucking week straight to your phone. Listen to us, and you can have a happy Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day you listen to us. It could be happy.
0: Finish that podcast episode and then bounce back. I love Find that. It 40 minutes listen to the next one. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening, people. <laughs>